It's a crowded studio for this episode of We're No Damn Experts. We're talking with three of the organizers of the upcoming Gathering of Families and Traditional Native Games event. We'll learn the importance behind these events, why our organizers are so passionate about it, and how you can participate. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And And we're No Damn Damn Experts. Today in the studio, I'm super stoked, Shannon. Yeah, we have a packed house today. Yes, I have seen two of our guests speak before about this topic that we're going to cover, and it has been so enlightening. Mm. I am excited because they're passionate about what they do. Yeah. And I'm going to introduce them as a collective, okay. which people are just going to love because that is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. The team behind all the elements for the gathering of families that's happening here in Great Falls. Mm-hmm. Thank you, team, for being here. <laughs> and I'm going to kick it off and let you each introduce who you are, what you do. Um, and well, we'll get into more, but let's start there. <laughs> Anishinaabe, uh, I'm Travis Wilmore. I'm the executive director for the International Traditional Games Society. Uh, I, along with my team, have been uh, planning and uh, putting forth all the efforts to make this event here in October in the Great Falls and surrounding areas the best event it could possibly be. Cool. Going 24-7 with that at this point, too. <laughs> yeah. Just we, minor, we've got minor a, difficulties. Yeah, we've got a full house we're here. We're figuring so. it out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we, uh, we have this mic. And <laughs> yes, in, uh, we're Brandon. sharing a microphone over here, people. <laughs> Brandon's yeah. personal space. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, CP Guel, Peace how are you? Blue Thunder. Um, my English name is Tristan Belgard. I'm the youth director at Western Native Voice and... I am collaborating with International Traditional Game Society. Our two organizations are partnering together for this youth conference. Um, and we're very excited about the youth conference. It's next month, October 12th through the 13th at MSU Great Falls. Um, we have a lot of happening, so I'm not going to brush up on that. <laughs> um, I'll let Brandon uh, get, get to his introductions, and, and then we'll just let this flow. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Up next. Next up. <laughs> Hello, my name is Hatsimpi Tapoke, and my English name is Brandon Fish. I come from Red Blanket Hill, West Sarah School, and I'm uh, Blackfeet from the Amskavi Pekani, which is Southern Pagan. We have uh, four different bands in which we make the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Six of Gates, Etopi. 
I am a member of the Canuck Sumatics, the uh, Crazy Dog slash Big Dog Society, which is a warrior society. Mm. I was raised on the north backside of Red Blanket Hill, had to have waters to cup it, river drainage, and in the community of Great Falls. So my job description with the International Traditional Game Society is lead instructor plus slash outreach <laughs> coordinator. As an organization, we address barrier reduction to provide indigenous cultural enrichment opportunities, activities, and coordinate to identify resources to meet those needs. Through our International Traditional Game Society, we are able to provide a lens of understanding with indigenous knowledge and pathways. Our objectives are to assist in creating healthy relationships and strengthening the nuclear family unit with the with uh, traditional instruction, storytelling, smudging, transfers, language, and embracing the spirit of the games. That is a tall order. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a lot that bad. you do. <laughs> Shortest <laughs> intro over there. Yeah. Hey, it's not a competition. Right. Uh, uh, even if, it, but Brandon's winning, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Brandon shared he's uh, Blackfoot. Uh, what tribes do each of you belong to? Travis, Tristan? Uh, I'm enrolled uh, Little Show. Okay. Okay. And I'm um, Chippewa Cree from Rocky Boy. That's ah. awesome. So we've got all of our kind of north central, central mm-hmm. um, That's great. areas represented. Mm-hmm. So um, how long have – that's the wrong – that is the wrong <laughs> question completely. I have a question. Okay. Does that work? There. While, you, <laughs> while you figure out your question? Okay. Or it's not necessarily a question, but um, I love that you all introduced yourselves in your language – with your names, can you tell people more about the significance? Oh, that's a way better question. <laughs> can you tell people more uh, more about the significance uh, of that, so they uh, people kind of get an understanding of why that's so important um, to that you introduce yourself that way? Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now he has uh, no yeah. words. <laughs> so we introduce ourselves in our language because it. Because it identifies where we come from. Mm. And language is land-based and community-based. So when I told you who I am, I also told you, you know, I would also tell you who my parents are Mm. and the place I grew up at. So that way you know who my people are and you Mm. can refer back to, you know, uh, uh, that connection to community. Hmm. You guys have undertaken what I can only assume is a huge endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, the gathering of families, I think, has happened in the past, but not to the same level as it is happening this year. Hmm. And as it continues to grow, it's going to be an it is an amazing thing now, but as it continues to grow, more and more people can become involved in that. So can you share what the Gathering of Families is? We got the plug for when it was. So anybody want to so, knock that one out of the park? <laughs> yeah. So the Gathering of Families, it was, a, it was a project that came from our own research with Native American youth and families from starting around 2018. Uh, they express a desire to see culturally relevant activities for themselves and families on and off tribal lands. And it expanded to include all people 
because of the positive past visitor responses to native events we've hosted and also hosted by our partners. And uh, we did try to have, uh, and this was before my time with the company, uh, they did try to have it earlier, but that was kind of kiboshed through COVID. <laughs> yep. And that ruined, uh, I shouldn't say ruined, but that stopped a lot of things. And uh, so they had a, a smaller tournament, and this is our first all-out uh, Native Games tournament. We're trying to bring all the tribes of Montana together for a week of uh, learn, learning about the, the tribes' cultures here in Montana. And there's so many different tribes, so many different uh, cultural takes on things. We're bringing everyone together to play some games, have some competition, have a good time, but also to learn mm -hmm. and to share with the communities around us. Mm -hmm. So as Brandon mentioned, your language is really connected to your area. Are the games themselves different by tribe as well? Yes. <laughs> so they are different, uh, I guess you could say, per uh, family or f per uh, tribal affiliation. So okay. There is like hoop and arrow games, and they're done uh, different according to, uh, if it was Salish, uh, they would have like, uh, I believe it's five arrows, and then they would be, there would be uh, throwing five arrows at once at a hoop, versus if it was a Blackfeet hoop and arrow game, well, that one would just be specifically for the men. Hmm. And uh, then you would have, like, horse hair at the end of the arrow, and uh, you would have to uh, call out a certain horse as soon as that hoop would uh, hit a certain object. Uh, so they're, they're done in different ways, but there's many ways to play games. So gathering of families <coughs> will include more than just the traditional games is this correct yes okay so we're going to talk about both of those things both the international game society and then gathering of families tristan you come in on western native voice what's that organization do and uh you as the youth director like what is your what's your deal <laughs> um well first of all western native voice we're nonpartisan and, and uh, non-profit um, but essentially what we do is we go to these underserved communities, primarily uh, reservations. Okay. And we try to let um, residents or tribal members know of, um, I guess, of issues which are uh, pertinent to them. Um, so we really focus on that and we try to encourage them to make a change. Um, we just provide information and from there they make an informed decision. Um, but for the most part, we let them know of happenings and, and we host community events. So recently as an organization, we just got done with a community, or not got done, we're wrapped up our little uh, section. So we have Rocky Boy and Fort Belknap coming up in October. Um, but after we wrap up those two locations, that'll consist of our uh, tribal community tour. So we, we just uh, literally went from community to community Driving in, as you know, uh, Montana's a big state. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. Mm -hmm. So driving six hours, I was we were talking to these guys from Atlanta, and they're like, three hours, that's literally, you know, the next state. Uh, uh, nope. For them, that's yeah. unheard of here yeah. in Montana. Six yeah. hours is, is uh, just another day of driving. Yeah. So speaking of driving, 
the drove three hours to get here um and we've we've uh racked up some miles on our cars but <laughs> it's all worth the work that we're doing mm -hmm. um and you have to be passionate about it so i feel like everybody that we have at our organization and, and these two gentlemen beside me uh we really believe what we what we're working towards um and that makes it all worth it yeah. you just had that feed and uh meet with the little shell community too didn't you we did mm -hmm. yes so um in my area i'm the youth director um but as an organization we we uh we're kind of small similar to these guys yeah um so we really have to uh help each other um i know with covid and all that type of stuff that's the workload has kind of went up in all areas <laughs> um so trying to not get overwhelmed is kind of a, a paradox you know in terms of workload and and uh <laughs> and trying to have yeah. a social life um but i feel like we're social all life social yeah. life yeah. <laughs> um when you do your outreach is it going to because like the blackfeet reservation includes many different communities right are you going to each community or are you going to like the tribal council yes. and disseminating from there right so we um we kind of looked at the map on each area. So, for instance, you talked about Blackfeet. We went to Hartview, Browning, and then I think they went to Bab. Okay. Um, so all those areas, uh, those are identified areas in which there's little communities. So we try to really um, recognize those communities. Um, and in all these reservations, there's usually a smaller community. So we mm -hmm. really try to pay attention to that and dedicate time and let people know that we recognize that and um, – Pretty much in these reservations, there's usually like a capital of each of them, mm. like a quote unquote capital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but not really. But for the most part, they're all agencies, and and the agencies are uh, primarily where they have their tribal governments at. Yeah. But we do meet with tribal leaders and and give them gifts and just kind of let them know, um, kind of getting everybody's blessing. We don't go into no community um, without any authorization, so we mm. um, pay attention to that, and it helps being from communities to where you have that insight and you have that connection. Um, but pretty much that answers your question. Yep. <laughs> um, my other question, which you may or may not know, but I'm just going to ask it because I also don't know, which I should. <laughs> How many different tribes are represented in the state of Montana? So I believe there is 12 tribes. Um, there may be, I heard my executive director say 13. Hmm. So I, I mean, I'd have to go either 12 or 13. Is I'm gonna go for with, sure I could tell you. I'm going to go with 12. Okay. And then there's seven reservations. Seven correct? reservations okay. with the Little Shell. Uh, we're talking about yeah. Great Falls community and, and yeah. um, you know, shedding some light on the Little Shell. But they're mm -hmm. currently working on getting a reservation and all that stuff's in the talk. These are two tribal members, so they'd be two better uh, <laughs> gentlemen to, to <laughs> discuss <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, also, I wanted yeah. to add with the Great Falls area, Great Falls Public School has... 50 tribes represented oh my goodness really from all over the nation so wow. there is a there is a big tribal community here in great falls yeah can you just slow down and say that number again because <laughs> i think that's something <laughs> i think that's something people fully don't understand yeah. how many different tribes become a melting pot across the the united states mm -hmm. and and montana included great falls um definitely part of the united states still um <laughs> yeah for now 
I apologize. Today's really just an off day. <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to get worse, but maybe it'll get better. Still the morning over here. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, I ask all of you, but I'll start with Tristan just because we were talking with you. You, uh, you guys obviously are passionate about this, putting your heart and souls into this. Why is this something that you feel is important, not only for your own families and communities, uh, but for greater community as a whole to to witness and see these things why is this something you want to be a part of and it, why is it mm. important that's a that's a very good question <laughs> and sometimes i ask myself that like mm. we t- we're on the tour and there's a lot of long hours <laughs> hour yeah. 25 on the road uh, absolutely yeah. um but pretty much uh, to my essence i've um grew up on a reservation in rocky boy um you know for the most part reservations they tend to be um, spread out resources thin um recognizing that I just know that there's a lot of people that were in those positions because it's not easy coming from a reservation. Um, there's a lot of a lot of hardships that could could easily break the average person. Um, but I know that historically speaking, and and it kind of touching on our conference, um, the whole purpose of that is, you know, as Native Americans, we've had a lot of things in history, and that's not to not to shed not try to shed light or anything, but. Just realizing that we we come from a place where at one time it it was hard to pick yourself up. Um, And we have a lot of things like mental health that we touch on. um, But realizing that there's a lot of young students that are going through that currently um, and trying to really uh, affect change the best that we can um, through health care, through any of these things. You know, so with my resources, I feel like we're just going to get one generation better. um, Mm -hmm. And just with that mindset, that's really how I approach it. And. I feel like just doing, just trying to push the envelope further, um, next person in my position or s- something similar, um, and just trying to inspire students uh, really to, to make a change because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of temptations and a lot of things to fall into just in any place, um, but uh, primarily in the reservations, that's, that's really prominent. Um, so letting students know that there's a better path and, and that you don't have to fall victim to a lot of stuff. So. Really, that's why I do what I do. Um, that's a huge, yeah. that's a huge yes, thing. Mm-hmm. It's a huge weight to carry. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, like you said, just one, one j, one day at a time, yes. one generation at a time. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't pretend to be an expert on many, many topics. Um, but in my conversations with uh, former, not former, Little Shell tribal member James Parker Shield. We did a three-part series with him, kind of on the history of the Little Shell and Indians within this area. One of the big things that um, I learned at a young age is just the difference in how family structures were on the reservation or within the tribal nations versus the way I grew up. You know, I grew up in a uh, in a home that had a mom and a dad and that was it like we didn't live near our grandparents our aunts or our uncles but that's a different situation historically for tribes if I am not mistaken and if I remember correctly anybody want to expand on what a family unit kind of looked like and looks like today for yeah, so I'll just kind of take take a little bit of it, and I'll let Brandon take over. Um, but I guess I just speak to current day, and, and, you know, I do have a history degree. 
Um, but I also want these other gentlemen to contribute because they got stuff of value as well. Um, but current day, um, a lot of these families are kind of broken too. Um, you know, grandmothers raising grandkids, um, things along those lines. So the family structure is kind of, sometimes there's not a family structure. Um, sometimes, you know, with, with ICWA getting, getting past that, that helped as far as with the family system, we want to keep children with each other's families. Um, but sometimes there, there's no support system for some of these students. So getting back to the, the youth aspect of it, that's kind of why we're, we're really emphasizing these gatherings is for some of them, um, there's no family system. So, um, pretty much it's, it's something where we want them to feel welcome, um, and kind of foreshadowing this event that's really what we're doing is we're trying to have a place where everyone <coughs> could feel welcome and connected and and kind of exchange resources and and um pretty much just have a gathering of all tribes uh powwows commonly it's just one tribe and um pretty much it's not just montana tribes it's it's a lot of different when you're getting into the uh powwow trail and stuff so i'll let brandon contribute some of his uh knowledge okay that will be helpful for people like me, because uh, I assume there's a lot of people like me. Think they know stuff and they don't. <laughs> so, most tribes come from a matriarch. And it's our women that have control of the household. Okay. So, where that comes from, we see in our environments. Uh, especially if you're a uh, buffalo culture. Uh, so I spent about eight years volunteering with the buffalo field program there in Browning and was actively involved in being a part of those, uh, those discussions. But where we picked that up from originally came from our, our buffalo nations because of how they are structured is a matriarch. So you have, instead of a bull leading, you have your head cows, right? Mm -hmm. And it'd be the same thing within a family. It is our mothers that leads our family. So why we're really close knit is because we had to be, you know, uh, going through the termination era, self-determination, um, what we're seeing today, um, in order for us to survive, you know, we, we had to come together as families. And that's just how it's always been. It was in support of the tribe and not the individual. Mm. So when, if somebody is struggling in your family, it is up to your, your, uh, your, the person, the head of your family to take care of them. And this is what ha is happening in my household is uh, from losing my siblings, I have my uh, sister-in-law and her daughter staying with me. Okay. Then I have my sister staying with me. Then I have my dad staying with me and my children. And I took on that, that role to, uh, to help lead, lead, them, lead them to where that we're, you know, okay or if we're prosperous, you know. And, and you know... This is another healthy approach, especially with uh, the world that we live in today, where it, it's, it creates like a lot of confusion, especially with what we see on social media, 
what is available as far as uh, pharmaceuticals or you know alternative medicines well with having access to those things it, it it creates somebody to really question who they are as far as identifying uh, themselves so what we're trying to do is reignite those connections to our identity of where we come from who we are and knowing that we are still here so in the at the gathering of families there's is there more happening than <clears throat> just the traditional games that kind of begin to address all of these really big topics yeah so uh, uh one of the one of my main focuses for the gathering of family is uh, i've come from a corrections background and i also have done a mm. work with uh opioid use here in town and stuff like that and uh one of the things that's been proven is culture is prevention uh culture is prevention for addiction uh, mental health, uh, suicide prevention, all these things has been proven to help with adults. So imagine what happens when you bring that, the culture back to the kids before they have those issues. Mm -hmm. You give them that self-respect early so they have that identity, that identi their cultural identity as a kid. And so on saying that, you know, uh, we're starting it off with a, our event with a traditional pipe ceremony. Oh. Uh, we're going to be setting up a teepee village at the First People's Buffalo Jump. Can and I ask a question real quick on that? Are are all all people invited to first the gathering of families and second the pipe ceremony? All people are welcome. Okay. Good. Now you can go on. <laughs> I didn't want people to like get through this and go, can, can I go? Because we do get a lot of questions of people who walk in. Like we, they want, they always want to go see a rodeo and a powwow. Like, mm -hmm. like they, like they go together like ice cream and fudge. <laughs> so I'm like, they're, yeah. they're so separate things. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, especially with being in Great Falls, being so culturally diverse here, especially having the the Air Force base here and everything, mm -hmm. uh, we want everyone to come out. You know, it's uh, to to help stop some of the social bias and things. Well, you have to learn. So yep. we invite everyone to come out, learn, play, play games with us, have fun and know that it's not a, everyone's welcome. It's not going to be a bad time. You're going to, you're going to go home with some smiles and memories. Yep. So the pipe ceremony kicks everything off. What's the history behind the pipe ceremony? So that pipe ceremony is a blessing of the grounds. Oh, and what we're doing essentially is we're inviting all of our ancestors, all of our people together and to go in and in a good way. So that way, if there is any type of negative thoughts or negative feelings uh, and our way of knowing, that's what helps us, helps ground ourselves. And so we're able to, you know, let some stuff go. <laughs> and, you know, and that's one thing is that, that mental health uh, topic, it, it prevents us from moving forward. Mm -hmm. So... This is a, a way for us to move forward. Okay. What else is on the docket? Uh, well, just this is just for Saturday, October 8th. So we okay. got the pipe ceremony. It's a whole week long, right? The teepee village okay. set up. So we, uh, we have a section set out at First People's Buffalo Jump for people to come camp. Uh, we, we strongly encourage to bring traditional lodges. Mm. If you don't have one, bring a tent, bring what you have. Let's, let's make a, a, a nice little community out there for and this. And we only have 
seven spots <laughs> for okay. 40 foot uh, rvs okay oh so first come first serve oh, oh. Okay. rvs seem a little too posh i think <laughs> yes. um and would you take volunteers to help set up the teepees because i've heard that they're a little bit labor intensive and um young uh, people really should uh use their back and <laughs> learn how to set them up yeah, uh, we would we will take volunteers on <laughs> any day for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else on Saturday? Uh, we're gonna be starting off with a Red Rover stick game tournament. Okay. And also a round dance. Okay. Ooh. And that's gonna end for our opening night. So that will be at the Four Seasons Arena, the round dance. Okay. And then the exhibition hall is a Red Rover tournament, which is a stick game tournament. Can you educate our listeners about what a round dance is? Uh, round dance is kind of just a uh, how do I explain it? Like a it's being thankful for your your community. People, the community comes together. Uh, you dance. You you give thanks. You you laugh with your your neighbors community and at the end you are halfway through usually there'll be a feed so you eat celebrate okay uh, pray and then dance welcome your ancestors in that's what the round dance is bringing in dancing for your ancestors welcoming them back mm. so it's a it's just a it's a together thing it's a it's bringing the community together mm. so Saturday could be summarized as togetherness day. Yes. Bring exactly. everything together. Actually, the event starts on Sunday. Oh, yes. Because Sunday, October 8th. October 8th is a Sunday, and then mm. October 9th is a Monday. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that kicks everything off yep. on Sunday, and, and we have a lot more to come. <laughs> yeah, so Monday, which is the uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Okay. Mm. Uh, we have, oh, yes. we're starting off with uh, another pipe ceremony. And then we're at the Four Seasons Arena. We're going to have a traditional powwow. <coughs> oh. And then also at the same location, we're going to be having a high school and open for adults and families. So there'll be two different stick tournaments. And this is four prizes. Okay. The first one, the Red Ooh. Rover tournament, is more of like a get to know the game. Okay. And the next day is the actual Serious time. Okay. You know, put your money up. See Money's on the on. line. You better <laughs> bring your A game. Get one on. day of practice. Monday. You go. Okay. Okay. And then uh, moving on to Tuesday, October 10th, we're again having the traditional pipe ceremony at the encampment. And this starts off our high school activities mm. for our high school age students. Okay. So for Tuesday, <clears throat> Fort Belknap is actually hosting the youth day with um, the breakfast, the lunch, and the oh. dinner. And then today we just got confirmation from their tribal council that they're going to sponsor kids coming out of their tribe and their elders, and they're going to help them travel here, pay for their food, oh. and then they'll participate in the tournament. Do you think there was a conversation like, hey, we're going to sponsor you as an athlete <coughs> down there. You better not <laughs> bring us shame. You better come back with prizes. That's what we want, though. <laughs> we, wanna, we, yeah. wanna, we want the tribes to get that competitive yeah. edge. Like, what we want this to be is an annual event, kind of like uh, going to state for football. Yeah. yeah. You know, Bragging everyone's, rights. everyone's happy about that. But imagine if your tribe brings home the shinny cup. Ooh. That's, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I turn everything into a competition. <coughs> so, um, so she's all about it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited yeah. about this aspect. Everybody can watch. 
uh, who can participate? Uh, this for the high school events. That's for high school age students. Uh, that's the only requirement we have. We are reaching out to because it is a school day. Tuesday is a school day. Yeah. We are reaching out. In fact, uh, Great Falls Public Schools. We have a meeting on our uh, Tawny Lavender, one of our employees with the ITGS, is going to Great Falls High and CMR Monday and Tuesday, and is going to be teaching the students and teachers there how to do the game, so mm. they can send a team up. Nice, sweet. <coughs> okay, and that was just Tuesday, right? Yes. Okay. No, that was Monday. Monday. Okay. Tuesday we got a. Uh, yeah, Tuesday's the 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 games, but we're also having uh, multiple events. We're having the. This was Brandon's idea. Do you want to talk about the Buffalo Run? Sure. Oh yeah. I so, think I know what this is, and if it if it's the same thing, I think I'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> so we're calling it a Buffalo bi- Biathlon Run. Okay. And it has to do with commemorating our Buffalo runners for when we mm-hmm. had to lead bison over the Buffalo jump. Yeah. Uh, so what they will do is they will start at the interpreter center and they'll climb up the Buffalo jump, go all the way to the edge of where that parking, uh, where that turnoff is to the parking mm-hmm. lot on top. And then they'll come back down off to the east side of the, the jump and then they'll They'll end at the Turbulent Center. So that's 3.5 miles. So after they run, they're going to have three chances to bow shoot. Okay. At 10 yards, 20 yards, and 30 yards. At 40 yards, they're going to do a long arrow toss. Then at 50 yards, they're going to do an at lateral toss. Ooh. And that will be our point system is those shots. Wow. Uh, we thought about doing the a time trial, but it just it's just too demanding and we just don't have uh, enough volunteers to, you know, track everybody's time. So as soon as we have all their participants cross that finish line, then they can do their shooting. Okay. But every member has to cross that finish line before they shoot. Mm. So an individual or a team sport? <clears throat> so this is a team sport. Mm. Uh, we want five runners at least. Okay. Because what you had is your, your two uh, Buffalo runners who would wear buffalo calves. And then you had other runners who dressed up like coyotes. Mm, and that's right. the way that was uh, designed is the coyotes would hurt them from the back and the buffalo runners would lead them up the jump. Mm. So they had to work as a team. Yep. So that is the whole purpose of having up to five runners do this run. And then the bow shooting the long arrow tossing and that lateral uh, tossing. Okay. That sounds really fun to watch and really intense to be a participant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you, it, I would. It seems like something you should do and not watch, but I'm not. I'm not athletically inclined <laughs> enough to run or throw things, so <coughs> maybe you're going to just have a, to be a spectator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Are uh, any of you participating in that? I'm a coach. Yeah, <laughs> 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 hey, that's a that's a good seat yeah, to have. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a really cool route too, because the route Brandon marked out goes up onto the Buffalo Jump and back down. That's really neat. Yeah. And challenging because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some elevation gain there. Yeah. All right. What else can we expect? I mean, we haven't even gotten halfway so, uh, through the week. Yeah. Yeah. So Tuesday we'll also have lodge stories throughout the day. Uh, yeah. In the in our traditional encampment, people being able to tell stories. We also have the powwow harbor out there that we will be utilizing. Uh, 
Charlie Russell Museum also is partnering with this. And on that day, they haven't given us a time when they're doing it, but they're going to be having a native languages and arts at their facility. Oh, nice. Here in Great Falls. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Wednesday, we're having another pipe ceremony to start mm. the day off and that's what that's what we're wanting to do every morning with our traditional seems encampment. like a really good way for anybody to start, start. their day or at least that mm-hmm. mindset that idea mm-hmm. is really great something we should <laughs> yep. all incorporate in some way in our lives it seems yeah and so this day is more open to the public okay uh it's not just high school age students now we're having individual competitions for youth and family earlier in the day and then uh we're going to traditional horse culture So we're going to have like the Indian relay race, yeah, uh, some horse wrestling, a whole bunch of whole bunch of fun stuff. I know people are always interested in that. I know that you uh, mentioned people say the powwow and rodeos go Mm -hmm. together. So this is kind of the (laughs) the way you do that. The way you do that. I I think you have the same question. Go ahead. Horse wrestling. Yeah. What's that? Um, It's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So So growing up on a ranch, we would wrestle cows um, Mm -hmm. for branding. We are literally talking the same techniques. No. 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 You'd be on top of the horse like me and Brandon were going against each other. Oh, so the humans are wrestling other humans. So it is not like it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's there's hooves. These are large animals. I don't want to wrestle a horse. I can take down a calf. Um, while it's getting branded, but I yeah. don't have any okay. any misgivings that I could do it with a horse. So humans are wrestling humans still off of yeah. a horse. Okay, okay, got it. That so. is, uh, you can't register for those events though. Okay, of, uh, liability. So we've having a that seems smart. Yeah, practice and seasoned teams come out for it. Okay. So we're not just having anyone show up. Oh, I'm gonna hop on this horse. That seems like a smart idea for <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah. I would be on top of that one. Yeah. Um, Rebecca so was going to sign up. For yeah. retract back to Tuesday, mm-hmm. that night we're going to uh, bring out telescopes and we're going to do uh, star stories. Oh, nice. We're going to do a, a, a star exploratorium out there. We're going to have the lasers and, you know, just cool. make it into a, a, an evening show. That sounds and, really uh, neat. That does, yeah. We have commitments from the Crow tribe, tribal elders that come and tell stories. From Blackfeet tribal elders to come stories. Uh, from the Fort Belknap tribe, we have tribal elders coming forward to tell stories. And it'll be a great way if, when we have this encampment, for if kids do show up, but also adults that need to reconnect to their tribes, it'd be a great way to start to know where they come from. Mm. Well, and for for people who have no idea yes how yeah. that connection mm-hmm. to the earth and the sky are for native families mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. travis you're back on what else is happening <laughs> uh we were on wednesday right yes <laughs> so we also have a in partnership uh with great falls public schools uh for their cross-country meet they're having that day mm-hmm. they're going to be doing a native kickball race Oh, fun. During that, so we'll be there and having them do that and judging that. Uh, and kickball is a traditional game then? Yes. Okay, So it's kind of like a, it's a, it's, it's a ball with a cord coming off of it, okay. so to say. Okay. Sometimes it's braided. Uh, you could be beaded, however someone kind of designs it. But the, the goal for that concept is to run while kicking it, kind of like a 
kind of like a soccer ball, mm-hmm. but it's a lot smaller, more about the size of a hacky sack. Okay. okay. And from one destination to the next. Oh. And that's going to be at the Anaconda uh, golf, golf course. course. During I could the see myself great so many times. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds really easy until you're actually no. up there trying to Mm-mm. do it. And then you're yeah. Like, it does not sound easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving forward with that, also another partner is the interpreter, Lewis and Clark Interpreter Center here in mm. Great Falls. They're going to be on that day showing youth films, uh, cool. native youth films that are award-winning films. Mm. Neat. In their theater, when you go in there, it's off to the right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a nice theater. It, it is. is. And that's also in partnership with MAPS, the MAPS program. Um, what's MAPS? Uh, I know them as MAPS. <laughs> is that abbreviation? <laughs> I could uh, assist with that. So <laughs> MAPS is a uh, MAPS Media Institute. So it's uh, oh. for like high school students. It's mm-hmm. pretty much um, for film and things related oh, to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they do like short films and, and pretty much just provide equipment for that. Um, okay. But they do have the youth drive all these types of films and stuff. So, um, yeah, they, they've connected with ITGS and they're going to be showing that and they'll be at our event as well. That's cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah. So. Really haven't heard anything that's going to be crappy, so <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that's cool. <laughs> yeah. We try We try to keep things interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, also Wednesday is our last day of our traditional encampment. Okay. Uh, so you got to pack up and move out. Yeah. Okay. Not. Are you going to move, <laughs> like pack up and move to somewhere else or don't have, just be done? That would be the done with that area. Okay. Uh, the... I don't think we have anything else scheduled out at the First People's Buffalo Jump. I don't think they're going to evict anybody. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <good to know. laughs> but like, you, can't, you can't stay there forever. Yeah. <laughs> so start thinking about packing up. But we do have a uh, double ball tournament and a, uh, a shinny ball tournament. Mm. And sh- uh, Sailor's Hoop and Arrow. Yeah, and Sailor's Hoop and Arrow. Kay. Plus, uh, there's other um, stations that are going to be out there, so it would be a good time to come and, you know, do your thing. Show your skills. Win a yep. prize. Win a prize. If you're yep. good mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to that Thursday, October 12th, is going to start our conferences. So okay. we're hosting, uh, 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 we originally call it the Healing and Play Conference, but uh, we've changed the name to the Ecology of Indigenous Healing. Hmm. And this conference will highlight Montana tribes telling the stories of hope and healing as well as the traditional values that are promoted for survival. Um, We've invited speakers who carry the knowledge of history, culture, and language, and those who have done intense work to restore justice for the land and and its Mm. beings. Mm. Uh, We had three subjects for our speakers, and the first one was traditional games with social, emotional, and physical and spiritual healing. Uh, the second one was tribal language for cultural understanding of healthy living, family, and communities. Three, social justice issues, healing and reconciliation. And four, the natural world for spirit and healing. Wow. So we've had a big uh, a big uh, response for this. Uh, this is an event we are charging for. Okay. We're aiming it to be a... A learning, a learning thing. It could it could go for anyone, people in public schools, people who work in the native communities, get a little bit more understanding on. We are charging for that. However, uh, nothing that we're doing 
during this event is for profit. All that money is going back to bring our speakers here to speak. Mm. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Good deal. And that's, again, open to anybody can come yep. and listen in well, on those. Well, anybody who registers and pays the money. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't think you're just <laughs> going to get that education for free. Yeah. And then uh, we've partnered with uh, Western Native Voice to do the youth conference. And I'll mm-hmm. turn that over to Tristan to speak on that. What are they going to be doing at the youth conference? <laughs> um, well, they're going to be doing a lot of stuff. Um, really and it's just a day? Is it's a... two days. Oh. Um, so it's from 8 to roughly about 6 o'clock uh, both days. Um, <sighs> Big days. Yeah. But our concept is Gathering of Families is the name of the conference. Um, but the um, theme behind it is Beyond Survival. Um, so the, the concept behind that, I'll just kind of give you guys a – a little um, summary of it. Yeah. It's pretty much just uh, as Native people, we we survived a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, lot of and stuff. then even like as a on a personal level, like we we all go through stuff. We we've survived a lot of stuff on you know as an individual. Um, but now it's time to get to a, a point to start living and not just surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, another example is to actually start tasting food. You know, not just eating for sustenance. Mm-hmm. Actually eating and tasting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for like for me. I like my steak medium, so it's actually like enjoying it. Yeah, you know, enjoying the medium steak when it like when you cut it like butter, mm-hmm. not just eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so same thing with that uh, concept of beyond survival. It's letting our youth know mm-hmm. that there's more to life than just surviving and, and um, mm-hmm. inhabiting a place that you could actually live and, and enjoy it. My understanding is um, traditional language and traditional games and traditional food is something that's been lost through a lot of different reasons but hasn't been transferred from generation to generation is this looking to help backfill some of that so people all people know what that is absolutely um with us like i said we're not going to solve all these things that had happened in history (laughs) Um, no. Just being honest, but <laughs> at the same time, um, providing a solution and uh, a framework to be able to get to a place where we could uh, feel like we've, I don't want to say corrected it, but at a place where we're, we're feeling like we're at a at the same level or we feel like we got through those things. Um, but on the same level, that's what the ga- gathering of families is, is um, welcoming people, trying to build these connections, and at the same time for non-natives to educate and provide a, a format or a forum for these questions um, and really just welcome people. Um, like I tell my students that I work with, and I, my uh, background is teaching, so a lot of it is, you know, at a certain point there's no excuse for um, when you're an adult, there's no excuse to not be educated on stuff. That's your responsibility to educate yourself. You know, as a as a youth, maybe you have that excuse, but as an adult, we all have access to the library. We all have access to the internet. Yep. We all have access to these communities. Speaking about Great Falls, a little sheltered here, you know, if people wanted to ask questions or learn about them, there's a perfect opportunity for that. So mm. I let people know, um, emphasize that, that at a certain point, um, there's no excuse for not, knowing. not knowing, I mm. guess, yes. Mm. Well, and I think one of the big things is, I think there... <laughs> It wasn't until I had good conversations with James Parker Shield how recent some of the things that you will look back in history and think, oh, that was a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago. And we're like, nope, it was like 
20 or mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Yeah, even to touch base on that, like the systematic breakdown of the families, the boarding schools. Mm. Um, legally, we weren't allowed to pr- practice our culture and our ways until I think it was the 70s, Indian Civil Rights Act. Mm. Which is that's recent. recent. Yeah, that's that is not, not that yeah, long my, ago. That's not history. Right. <laughs> yeah. So mm. that's, I guess, let me just underlie all of that. That's why I think this is such an important thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's happening here because mm-hmm. it isn't history. And as we all know, if we don't learn and educate, then we're doomed to replicate things that we shouldn't be replicating. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is the perfect opportunity to educate and engage in understanding all the cool things that will be happening during the gathering of families. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. What else? Back on track with the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So that (laughs) Friday, we're both doing our conferences again. Okay. Are both the conferences, the Thursday, youth Friday. and adult, mm-hmm. are okay. uh, both days. Uh, we are going to be having a, a family gathering, 3 to 9, on October 13th. This is going to be at the That's Mansfield Friday. Civic Center. Okay. Uh, it's going to be like a game con type thing. Oh. We're going to have a feed, invite families, all ages, come over there, have some food. You know, we're going to have uh, virtual reality games, traditional games. We're going to have music. Welcome. It's Friday the 13th. It's October. We're welcoming people to come dress up, mm-hmm. have fun, and just come together as a family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the it's the top off the gathering of families with the gathering of the families. Yeah. You know, bring everyone here. Let's just have a good time. It's a free event. We're not charging anything. Uh, we just want people to come through and have a good time. Basically, everything is free except the educational Symposiums, if you will. That's so. What's the uh, registration fee for the two-day conference? The adult two-day conference is three hundred. Okay. Are the youth being charged? No. Okay. Okay. Good deal. That's not bad. So, to touch base on Friday, we are also doing a grand opening of our Learning Lodge Expo at the Montana Children's Museum. Oh. At noon. And we invite everybody to come in and see the work that we're progressively doing yeah so the way that came about was that there was little representation of um you know of anything uh, of art Uh, Mm. so the whole purpose of that area is to bring our tribal elders in there to be able to teach children but also we made depictions of different stories and timelines within that area and it's in an interactive environment. <laughs> so <clears throat> we uh, we want to um, platform our artists and but we also want it publicly known that this is a movement that is taking place here in Great Falls. Um, we have act we are actively accepting any help or donations towards it. Okay. Uh, and the same thing with the Mansfield Center. If you want to be involved with that um, you know contact our admin at admin dot uh, what is it admin traditional native games dot org. Yeah, admin okay. at traditional native games. We'll make sure it's in the show yeah. notes yeah. Yes. so people can get quite a quick <clears throat> access to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just give money, people. <laughs> it's yes. for a good cause. Exactly. Uh, not just money, but if an organization wants to come forward with any tabletop gaming, any dice gaming, 
and in card gaming uh we have open spaces for for, for them in uh, in for the, friday night friday night's event okay. yeah at the mansfield okay. awesome so we covered uh up to friday we got one last event saturday right. october 14th. 14th it's uh 11 to 12 we got the permits for it we're doing do a parade slash unity walk down oh, oh. downtown great falls Very it's cool. the all family walk celebrating all cultures of montana hmm. be so neat. we're inviting everyone to walk with us yeah you know just letting people know that we're here we're together and we're not going nowhere Seems like a really good way to cap off the week with all of that, everyone coming together. Yeah. yeah and I would like to give a, a shout out to the mayor, Mr. Mm -hmm. Kelly. He's been on our side and helping throughout this whole process. Awesome. That's good to hear. Mayor Bob. Yes. Now, a few questions that I have. Um, there's always intent. It's not like a powwow. It's just a fancy event for people to get together and eat. There's reasons why um powwows happen can you share what someone should know going into a powwow um what the meaning behind it is and what they can and cannot do if there's anything they can and cannot do so we get this question asked all the time uh i feel like finally getting it answered every, now <laughs> like i feel like almost every powwow people bring that up to especially the etiquette part uh, mm -hmm. You can Google that. You can find it. But okay. the biggest thing is just be respectful. Uh, be respectful. Know that not everyone wants their pictures taken. They can mm -hmm. find that disrespectful. Ask questions. Like no one's gonna be mad if you ask a question. Okay. You know you want to take a picture. Hey, you might have to take a picture. If you don't know if you should sit there. Hey, is it cool if I sit here? Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. So just be just be respectful. Like don't uh, don't think you own the place or think that because. Uh, I think it was Crow Fair that people had to get had to pay to get in, but don't think that just because you paid to get in, you're gonna get special treatment or something. Just like all of our stuff's free, just come have a good time. If you have questions, ask questions. We're gonna be uh, posting some uh, powwow etiquette on our Facebook and socials mm -hmm. before the event as well, just to keep people on board. Uh, I've had practice with the Little Shell Powwow Committee, mm -hmm. so. Okay, what happens at a powwow? <clears throat> what happens? Uh, a lot of singing and dancing and eating. families coming together <laughs> there is eating yeah. uh, <laughs> the way the way the powwows were explained to me was it's it's you dancing with your ancestors you fulfilling fulfilling pledges as well because you can dance for reasons and ceremonies and it's a it's a form of ceremony and prayer as well okay Perfect. Now, the different games that will be played. Let's let's shift gears just a little bit and talk about inter the international international traditional games society and why that exists, the games, and why it's important. You know, just a mild small topic. <laughs> so it's it goes back to the culture, okay, and why the games are important. Uh, one of the things that our organization has done is i believe it was back in 2006 and the the games were brought to the 1999 when, was it when this organization was established in 2001 two and three was the it was clark bicentennial stuff mm -hmm. i was talking about the fort belknap though oh, the fort, fort belknap i believe it was around 2006 2007 um 
we brought the games there, their community. They had alcohol in every house. Um, the kids weren't going to school. All these bad things happened. We brought the games there, worked with them, and the next year the founder, Deanna, came back, did more work with them. And in that same community, since bringing back the culture and bringing them together and them, you know, being able to culturally identify themselves, having that respect for their culture, there was only alcohol left in one house. Oh, wow. look at that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so that's it's it's just it goes down the games go down to the culture. Mm. You bring the the games back, you bring that culture back, that understanding, it gives that youth that feeling of respect. Yeah. And I don't want to get on a sob story, but I've been I've been in, I've been in some bad places. You you can get down, especially when you're growing up, and you don't you don't see a light. You know what I mean. And so when you can grab onto something that gives you that light and that self respect, that could be your your way out of that mindset. Mm. And these games are obviously a way that that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's neat. Well, it also when we teach our kids, we teach them to use their senses their ability to identify uh, how a person is reacting, how they're reading the room, how they are utilizing their own gut feelings in certain situations, but also games of chance, games of skill. And what we're creating is competent human beings. Mm. Uh, So as you look at today, we are you know, engulfed in our own technology. And sometimes we get lost in like our phones or our computer or social media, but we lose, start to lose those, those natural skills we have as human beings. So by introducing these games, we're able to get them to think, think for themselves instead of having another person tell you how it is. So when you get, humans to think for themselves well they're able to make decisions based on their ability to think hmm. and hopefully it's a, you know in a good way it's <laughs> <laughs> you know? always the goal yeah. yeah well this is just a huge week of mm-hmm. amazing activities mm-hmm. um so kudos to you all yeah. for the onus of the work that it mm-hmm. takes to pull so many pieces together to make that happen. Mm-hmm. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. I guess one final thing as we're getting ready to wrap up, what um, what do each of you hope people take away from this event mm-hmm. or learn from this event, whether they're a tribal member themselves or from other communities? What do you hope they learn or take away? I'm hoping for a trophy myself. <laughs> Besides <laughs> prizes, yeah. I hope people just uh, have a good time, mm. and they 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 make memories and they have a good time and they can look back at it as a good time. So when this time next year, they'll be like, you know what, we're doing that again. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, for for the youth conference and and uh, this in general, um, the first thing is. For the youth conference, I didn't get to, to touch on it as far as the subtopics we're talking about, what we're discussing. Uh, accepta- Do it now. <laughs> acceptance. Um, acceptance, uh, compartmentalization. We're doing, uh, what is it, natural learning. So, like, life experience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no better teacher than life. Mm-hmm. And the last one 
it's it's fleeting me right now but <laughs> pretty much they're all things in, in psychology that are important so acceptance is pretty much what it what it means you know accepting where you're at but it doesn't mean accepting defeat it means accepting where you're at um and i feel like as kind as of a, acknowledging where you are and whether you want to stay there or not absolutely um pretty much any time in your life being an adult those are all things we still practice mm -hmm. um that's why i emphasize practice because you're not going to be no expert at these things and mm -hmm. i want want the youth to know because as a youth, I used to think that adults had it all figured out. Yeah. And uh, slowly, <laughs> that was slowly the biggest joke. Turns it? out yeah. we don't. <laughs> slowly yeah. realizing that's not the case. So yeah. I want want the youth to know because when you're a youth, um, you think you're supposed to be at a certain point in your life. Mm -hmm. So we all heard it right, like have a house by twenty five, right. yeah. baby, yep. and, and uh, you know yeah. white picket fence and all yeah, that. Yeah. So I want them to know that your journey is going to be your own journey. It, you know, not to compare yourself to to realize where you're at. So um, getting back to the youth conference, what I want the students to take away is uh, pretty much that there's urban natives, that there's reservation natives, and, and we're all natives, that we could all be connected. And at mm. the same time for non-natives that they, just because we're, we have a different skin tone doesn't mean that we can be with, you know, be with each other or, or um, I guess just have, have friends in college pretty much. Like when I went to college, it would have been nice to know certain people in that area. So I just want the youth to know that you might encounter somebody later on in your life that you never even thought that we, you would cross paths with again. Mm -hmm. um, same thing goes like with my wife that I have. That's kind of what I learned um, is a lot of these things that life taught me. So I want the students to, to be receptive to that mm -hmm. because when you're a youth, you think you have it all figured out <laughs> and you're not want to be open to, to no suggestions or anything. <laughs> so I want the youth to, to really just be receptive to that because mm -hmm. um, yeah. if you ask me, Ten years ago, if I'd be here, I wouldn't have believed it. And I just want you to be receptive to that because mm -hmm. life is going to take you a lot of places. But be open to it and pretty much just try to be a better person at the end of the day. We we all got things that we go through, um, but that that's no excuse to not try to do your part, even as as a citizen or as a per, on a personal level. You know, try to be kind to one another. Um, Chief Rocky Boy has a saying. Uh, that I try to live by, it's uh, be kind of one one another, love one another. Um, and that's chief from my tribe. And pretty much just the fundamental basis of what we try to do is, that's the whole thing of this gathering of families is really be connected. You know, we're in these reservations in Montana, we're all displaced. We're also spread out. That But that doesn't mean that we can't be connected. But like Brandon was talking about, the negatives of social media, the positive is, we still have, we're still able to do FaceTime. We're still able to do these things. Uh, you know, they just got off a call with the tribal council at Fort Belknap. They're able mm -hmm. to do that through, um, you know, video. Mm -hmm. So same thing with the youth. I want them to know that they have people in their corner that care about them. And at the end of the day, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, go after it and go get it and work hard. Um, and it's okay to fail. That doesn't define you as a person. And pretty much just, you know, keep stay upright. Uh, life's going to throw a lot of stuff stuff at you, but that doesn't define you as a person. Um, that, mm -hmm. And all these gentlemen here can attest, you know, we've made some mistakes, but we we didn't let that define us. And, we, and we're trying to do better for the youth and, and really let them know that, you know, that there's people here that care about them. And at the end of the day, uh, we're, we're all connected in some way. Um, so really just try to take that take that away with them. And what better place to happen than in Great Falls, Montana? 
Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. As Brandon gets ready to tell us uh, what he's hoping to get out of this, I just have to share, like, I hang out with my adult friends. Um, there's a group of six of us. And we often look at each other and go, why are we in charge of other human beings, first and <laughs> yeah. foremost? Why does anybody think we're capable of being in charge of ourselves, which is ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And my husband and I both agree we both need a keeper. Like we mm-hmm. should hire a keeper <laughs> to continue to supervise us. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A parent of some co- kind. We yep. should not be on our own. Yeah. So kids, if you're listening, most of the time we're just making stuff up yep. and hoping mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Brandon, what are you hoping to get? Hope people take take away. What was your question? Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take away from the yeah. gathering of families. Well, this is a dream that we've all had, especially with the tribes and uh, people in this community, is that we can all come together in, you know, in a good way and uh, create some camaraderie. We see the division within our, our own communities, political affiliations, uh, your denominations, you know, we see that every day, but really, we haven't really done anything to help that situation, and this is our way of doing it. So the dream was to bring our children together with our elders, and that's what's happening now. It, so this was is. just a discussion last year. This was just words, yeah. mm-hmm. and now it's coming into fruition of being a reality. Mm. So this reality, we can make it into anything we want. It can go into any direction, but it's really up to the people to come forward and want this. Mm. So we've done the work. <laughs> we've built the platform. We've got the venues. We've got uh, different facilities that are helping us. We have other organizations that come forward that believe in, believe in movements like this. And that's what this is, is a movement. One day, hopefully in the future, I hope to see an Olympics here, mm. a traditional games Olympics. So the original ass came from the state of Montana Department of Commerce they asked us to help host a World Nomad Games. And back then when we got asked, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great idea. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. We'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just doing the outreach to all the tribes, to different communities, uh, to other organizations that see themselves being involved. This is something that is needed. People want it, but right now we're building that blueprint. We're, you know, we're leading the way through all the, you know, all the adversities, all the, uh, you know, stuff that holds us back. Mm -hmm. And even we have to look in ourselves to repair and heal some of those thoughts, mental health that we have to face as indigenous people because historically we come from, uh, eugenics so having that that mind frame it, it almost holds us back 
So this is our way of starting our healing journey together. And we can do it in a big way, or we can keep being, being stagnant and, and not moving forward. So let's move it forward, because that seems like the good plan. Uh, gathering of families here in Great Falls, October... 8th through 14th. Thank you. <laughs> um, and if people want to learn more, everything is on a website, I assume. Yes, www.gatheringoffamilies.com. Uh I have some information about like the Western Native Voice Conference, and uh, we're going to be linking that here shortly. Perfect. Just all go directly to his stuff and for the the youth registration and all that. Great. It's been a it's been I don't think a blast is necessarily the right word, but it's been a good time. Yeah. Thank you um, all for coming. Thanks for sharing the little bit of history that we got to have some information, all the details of the events that are happening. <clears throat> I, I can't think of a funner way to spend your time at any time of the year. Yeah. Then fun, educational, important for everybody. Yeah. And I'm really glad it's happening in Great Falls. Yeah. Super stoked about that. Yeah, we're, we're aiming to make this annual event. Yeah. Too. Good deal. Okay. So mark your calendars. Be here in October. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, you know, for some reason are like, I want to talk to tourism about that you can call us at 406-761-4436 we will direct you to other people who are smarter <laughs> than us because that is what we do mm -hmm. we are not the experts on much of anything nope they so <laughs> thank you all for being here it's really been fun and until we see your bright smiling happy faces here in great falls we hope you are creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you might be. See you soon. We are no damn experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.